Howdy, howdy, Green Team. Welcome back to the Green Team Academy podcast. Hope you're doing well. Uh, before I hop into talking about today's topic, I just want to remind you that if you want to be part of our Climate Action Challenge support team, if you want to be a mentor or a partner, then head over to climateactionchallenge.net and sign up to be one of our hundred folks that are going to help spur a thousand eco initiatives in 90 days. All right. So the topic for today's podcast is the secret of getting a hundred partners to help you launch or expand your initiative. And first I want to tell you, um, some stories of what happens when you don't have partners. So, I can tell you so many stories of how I've failed because I didn't have partners. One example is when I wrote my first book, Tuning Into Inner Peace. I just sat there, I wrote it, and I put it on Amazon. And the few family members, folks that knew about it, gave it five stars. But I didn't have partners as I was writing it, and I didn't have partners when I launched it, so it it basically went nowhere. And so if you're if if you have any comments or any ideas about this, you want to put it in the chat. I would love to be able to help you with your um, with your project. So if you have a project that you're working on, you want some ideas of how to actually find partners, then let me know in the chat and we'll work on it together. Okay, so um, so back to the idea of the book. So I wrote the book on my own, just with all my ideas. And then later people were saying, Oh, tuning into inner peace. Wouldn't that be good for, um, working with people who are in the justice, uh, the criminal justice system, or isn't that something that you could work with, um, use in schools. But the thing is I didn't, because I didn't get that input as I was writing it, it often really wasn't set up to be used in that way. So that's one part is that by not working with partners, you're likely to generate something, spend all your time building something that other people don't even want. And that's sad, right? Um, my other example is when I was in Niwot and trying to get the recycling center going and I lived in Niwot for 17 years. Um, you know, I didn't reach out to, I didn't try to do anything in partnership. I just made phone calls myself to the city. I made phone calls to our local association or not to the city, to the county and to EcoCycle, but I didn't, I, I didn't, I just said, we need recycling. <laughs> and so that is why it took me over, uh, over a year, probably a couple years and a couple hundred phone calls. And eventually we did get a recycling center in Niwot. So that was great. But because I didn't know to get partners, it really, I didn't build anything. So if you have been struggling to, to get your initiative going, the, the one idea that I want to start with is called the partner web. And so when you are, um, when you're thinking about trying to get people to change their behavior, it can be kind of a negative constricting kind of feeling. 
And what I want you to do is instead think about yourself as surrounded with a hundred partners that are cheering you on and helping you. And you know, if you're pulling something, they're all pulling with you all in the same direction. And that's, that's the image that I want you to, to see and to think about. And so as you start on your, on your initiative, your idea, I challenge you to come up with a list of 100 potential partners. And the way that you can do this is just walk through different categories. Um, so let's see, it doesn't look like I can change over to sharing my screen. Um, so with these different categories, you can do things like, um, I'm just going to bring something up as a reference here. So these different categories, let's say that you want to start a school eco club. Okay. So you could look at other community groups, governments, utilities, um, other kind of social movements, nonprofits, businesses, those that are struggling, that have little power, that those that are famous, that have a lot of power, mentors to guide you, allies in your own organization and other green teams that are out there. And so once you, once you start thinking of a category, so let's say that you think about, okay, utilities. So you could go to your, in Denver, we have XL Energy, that's for electricity and gas. But once you think of one, you might think of another. Oh, well, what about our water utility? Maybe because our, our energy utility has rebates and programs to help do energy efficiency projects, but our water utility also has rebates and programs and experts that could come help us do that. So once you start with one category, you want to kind of expand to others. So for example, if you thought of businesses, okay, what businesses could support a school eco club? I know that when I've been at the, some of the high school eco clubs, there are local restaurants, pizza places that will support the club by providing food for their meetings. And that's how they get more people to attend their meetings. So it could be someone that donates food, could be a garden center, um, bicycle repair shops, printing companies. So when you have a certain uh, category, like a business, then you can keep going. And this is a great activity to do with multiple people because they might know somebody that you don't know and vice versa. So you can pile on and come up with this list of a hundred people. Some of the ones that people don't often think about is what about those that are struggling, those that are underserved, that have the least amount of power? Um, you might find that there is, as we did in, in Congress Park, there was a transitional housing um, house and the people there needed to put in a certain amount of volunteer hours. So when I met with them, I found out that a lot of them are, have backgrounds in landscaping and farming and so when we had a project where we needed to match a grant with our labor, the folks from that transitional housing had so many skills that a lot of the other residents in the neighborhood did not have. So you want to make sure that you're looking at all different levels and also go as high up as you can. Ask your governor, your, your mayor, the 
the school board president, the superintendent, the principal at your school. Um, think of people that graduated from the school that are famous actors, musicians. Just what you want to do is just kind of go all over the place with, with your ideas so that you picture yourself just surrounded by this supportive community. Okay, so that's, that's step one is to, to go through that exercise and to really, um, to really see what are your, you know, who are the different people that you could partner with. The next part, and this is another place that a lot of people fall down, is when you reach out to a partner, what you want to do is come up with an ask, a very specific ask. What, what doesn't work is let's say that you are thinking of starting a community garden and you go into a gardening shop and say, hey, we're thinking of starting a community garden. And they say, oh, that's cool. That's neat. Yeah, we definitely need more gardens. I mean, that conversation isn't really going to go anywhere and isn't going to help you really establish those relationships. And so what partners are are relationships. They're working relationships. So what you want to do to to establish those partners is have some kind of an ask. And so instead of just wandering into that shop and uh, you know trying to kick up a conversation, instead if you can say, hey, we are we are um, starting this community garden and we have a big community meeting to bring everybody together and do planning around it. And we were wondering if if you would like to come to that meeting, if you could, and then like you just start talking with them and think about things and say, you know, could you be a speaker at our meeting? Could you tell us about some of the, like what are the key tools that you think we would need to have a community garden? Or what are, if we're trying to go organic, um, but we're not sure where to start, can you help us with that? And, um, you know, so there by what, what, so what you want to do is come up with a specific ask and in return, you want to make sure that you're, that you're giving them something too. So that as you're talking with them, you're understanding, wow, if, if you as a local gardening shop could be involved in this project, this is a great way for you to show your expertise and be known in the community as a community leader that's dedicated to this and that's a resource for the community. So you want an ask and a give with each, with each person that you're reaching out to. So having some kind of a meeting, some kind of an event. Uh, when we did the Longmont Sustainable Revolution Longmont, we did an Earth Day Festival in our very first year. So we thought of it um, in 2014 in April and we a year later we had our first event and at that event we had 70 different exhibitors so 35 youth groups and 35 nonprofits so that's 70 partnerships that we made and early on we we just you know tried to do meetings and say hey what are you guys into and wow we should partner sometime but as soon as we had that event planned for Earth Day, then we were able to come up with things. Like we worked with the local youth leadership council 
And initially we were asking them, can you come exhibit at our, uh, can you guys participate? Maybe be on our youth, on our youth leadership council or have an exhibit or performance or something at our Earth Day Festival. But they came up with another idea, which is, hey, we have a, um, a grant that is open to youth. And so one of the members, a 10-year-old on our Youth Leadership Council wrote a grant application for a $500 grant and got it. And that $500 helped us buy t-shirts from Goodwill and water bottles and getting those, got those t-shirts printed and did some other, other stuff that he had written into the grant. So when you're, if you want to see yourself and have this come to fruition, that your project really takes off, what you want is this relationship with a hundred different people or organizations that see you as the solution to their problem. So if it's getting back to the example of, let's say the water utility, well, the water utility wants people to, to do water conservation projects. So you're the solution for them. And if you promote their, their programs, their resources, then you're the solution to that person. If it's the famous musician that wants to be known in his hometown for being a sustainability advocate, um, you're the solution for that person. One of the, one of the um, guys that I interviewed was an assistant to John Elway and John Elway told him, hey, I need a charitable organization, a cause to be associated with. Can you help me figure it out? So the, these famous people, these VIPs, they need some kind of um, awesome cause to be associated with, some kind of awesome movement. So if you can contact them and say, hey, we think this would be a good fit for you. We'd love to work with you. And then the specific thing. We have an event coming up and we need a sponsor. We need a keynote speaker, um, you know, whatever it is. So as you talk with them, you can figure out, you can propose something and then figure out those asks and those gives as you go. So, you know, when I think back to so many things that I tried that failed, this is one of the key things that I did not know. So if you don't have a hundred partners, lined up and then assigned to your team to do the outreach and then as you as each person can can set their own goals and say okay this week i'm going to reach out to 10 partners and somebody else says okay well i have a pretty busy week but i can reach out to these three people and another person might say okay i'm going to go on instagram and try and reach out to these 20 people so each person gets to set their own goals, their own ways of doing their outreach. Um, you know, you can figure that out as a group, what makes sense. And then you come back and at your next meeting, which if you really want to pick up the pace, have weekly meetings. So at your next weekly meeting, then you tell each other how it went. Okay, I said I was going to do 20 on Instagram. I actually got going and I did 35 because I just went from one to the next to the next. Um, and somebody else might say, wow, I had a really busy week. I didn't even get to do one. 
um, how how were you able to get those 35 done? What did you, when did you do it? Is that easier than sending an email? That's a great idea. Let me try that next time. So what you want to do is be coaching each other along the way, setting your weekly goals and then checking back in and brainstorming and coaching each other through it. All right. So if you have any questions or comments, then definitely leave them for me there. And uh, remember that um, if you want to be part of our Climate Action Challenge, head over to climateactionchallenge.net. And if you want personal coaching for your project, then sign up for Team Talks. That's T-E-A-M Talks. You can get the links for everything from greenteamacademy.com. And if you do Team Talks, you start for a dollar and you get a 14-day trial where you get to hop in and we'll work through your exact project that you're doing and help you come up with these, these short-term goals that you can work on and report back to us week by week. And you've got others in the group that you can learn from and get that support, expertise, and accountability. All right, so thanks so much for tuning in today. And remember that the time for action is now because there is no planet B. See you soon.